another week, another show. Excited, man! I am, uh, I'm exhausted. I'm out of it. I went too hard yeah, yesterday. This same. day, we always say this day should be a national holiday. I mean, it's dumb because it doesn't really mean I think anything. Every Monday should be off. Correct. Uh, people are just hungover, tired, whatever, from the uh, the big American event that is the Super Bowl. But hell, some people are just stressed, man. The team lost. It can be very sad. They spent all their money betting on dumb things, which yeah. we'll discuss later. Buying um, all the merchandise, setting the flags in the house and outside of the yard. I'm sorry, Eagles. Having to clean up all the stuck mess out of their crock pots that you cannot put in the dishwasher. No. Uh, I wasn't even, I didn't host a party this year. I went to some friends. They're like, we're going to keep it easy. Uh, we've got another group bringing kids over. So we're just order pizza and make snacks. Right it was on. great. I went home early and then I had that opportune moment to go to bed, to and? go and lay down and yeah. prepare for my week. Instead, uh-huh. I was like, well, I'm going to watch a movie. Oh, you know what? When I was in Vegas, they had John Wick on. I didn't get to finish it. So I was like, I'm going to watch John Wick. I put it on. And I was like, well, I need to start with the first one because I remember it, but I don't. So I bought all three John Wicks and (laughs) watched two and a half. Isn't that weird that when you're in your hotel, sometimes a movie will come on And you don't want to leave. Yeah. I watched Rush Hour 1 and 2 in Vegas several months ago when I was there, and I had to watch them all when I got back home because it was, you know, in bits and pieces. And as we were coming back up in the room late in the evening... It's a good time. That's a bad strategy. I, I'm saying though. I agree with you. I believe you did the right thing. I'm glad you got the Jonathan Wicks. I am too, but now I'm tired. I didn't plan well for today. You kind of did something similar. Well, no, you didn't. You said you missed the entire Super Bowl. I did. Uh, I was having a fun time. I realized what time it was, and it was a bit too late into the game. And then I saw, you know what? I'm going to go to bed at like 8 o'clock. And Get I did. plenty of rest. Be yeah. completely prepared for a great day. Mm. Uh, that was going well until I woke up at midnight and have not been able to fall asleep. Dude, if you would have come over, you could have watched one and a half John Wicks with me. <laughs> well, I don't <laughs> know, man. I thought you were getting ready for the big day today. I was getting ready to to go assassinate some people with a pencil. Uh, but today is a big day. We have some great things to discuss about with Emily, Matt, and the entire game. And uh, we're going to announce our grand prize winner of the Super CJ Spectacular Sunday thing. Oh, yeah. I got to meet some listeners and give them a TV. Heard about it. They were happy. Needless to say, as America awakens from their hangover, sports goes into its slumber. Actually, today's the lamest because it has been proclaimed a few years back National Football Hangover Day, the day after the Super Bowl commemorates. The hangover we all experience since oh. 1967. I feel like that's just most Mondays during football season, though. <laughs> Correct, but now football season is gone. Oh, it yeah. is the great lull of sports. And listen, I'm a massive soccer fan. I'm a massive NBA fan. Baseball is the most boring sport. Doesn't get exciting until late October. Uh, but without the NFL, without sports, Everything just enters this kind of sad lull. And even if you're not into football, college or NFL, uh, your local pubs, your bars, your restaurants, all all the action's gone. There's nothing to sit and stare at at the TV while your fiance bitches at you about nonsense. There's no fantasy football updates and trades to make every day. All that is stressful and sucks. But in the vacuum, in the emptiness that is left behind, there's just you. And when you have to deal with yourself... Instead of yelling at a running back for the Jets to score three more points so you can beat uh, Emily upstairs, it's not as fun. You and could it's do sad. what all other nerds do and just get online and argue about fictional characters. Yeah, but I mean, 
the good thing, the fictional statistics that don't matter to your life at all. That's what I'm saying. The definitive thing about football is there are, like you just said, definitive statistics. There are numbers that Mm -hmm. you can argue and tell. There's nerd math to get into. There, there is exact science of who wins or loses unless it's a tie. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But there are numbers. But look, I think a lot of you guys just miss uh, arguing with one another. So I feel like that's where you could you could definitely just move into a different sphere for a little bit. Marvel's taken over a lot of our lives uh, culturally as well. It's a huge deal. You can start arguing about Ant Man. So we should start doing a fantasy draft for Marvel characters. (laughs) I think that would be great. Actually, how do they score? points. Uh, I don't know. I just literally thought of this right now, and so did you. Uh, maybe every time they do a fun little Disney-esque quip, each character gets a point. Okay. Which character is going to have the most quips? When they kill someone, five points. When of they course. save someone, seven points. Uh-huh. And if, uh, I don't know, some of them will probably have a certain look. Does Paul Rudd give like a certain look? Uh, yes, does he, he do does. Does he do a look at the camera? Yeah, or? Paul Rudd, look at me. Yeah, okay. See, you know, little little traits like now, that. Now, Tane, I can get into. <laughs> uh, speaking Oyster. of... National Hangover Football Day. How do we uh, celebrate, CJ? Uh, it's one of the most called-in uh, days to work, according to this. Don't know if that's true. Um, share your favorite recovery recipes with other people. There are certain things. I know Menudo was a big one for a while. Mm. Uh, milkshakes. Uh, get ready for next season. That's right. Vegas opens the odds to win next year's Super Bowl and the favorites right away. Damn. You can win the most money by placing your bets now. Uh, Share your hangover experience on social media. A good way to get fired. It also says, remember to drink responsibly and never drink and drive. Also, what's there to share about a hangover experience besides the one that you've heard already dozens of times? Oh, my tummy or my head hurts. Grow up, kid. How is that exciting? (laughs) Why would you share it on social media? You're not 13 anymore. I know the best hangover cure. It's simple. Okay. It's great. Um, Gravy? At a time, I was uh, prescribed some stuff. What you do... You wake up all hungover, you yeah. take half an Adderall, you take half a hydrocodone, and then I had this nausea medicine, and you, it dissolves on your tongue. You go back to sleep for a half hour, then you wake up, and you're feeling great. Okay. It will also kill you if you do it too much, oh. and is deadly, and un- make sure you're prescribed these as I was. Yeah, maybe don't recommend that. But dude, that was the, I felt like a prince when I would wake up yeah. after doing that. Absolutely. You felt like royalty had just uh, served you, and now you get to go back... <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Lady Drugs, for making me feel so proper and prim. It was awesome. Also, a little J.O. sesh afterwards. Man, you're feeling great. Oh, Point sh- being, share uh, that on t- social media. Today is National <laughs> Football Hangover Day. Hopefully, you called in to work or took some vacation. Otherwise, we're going to get bored, lonely, and just sad for the next couple of months. Last night, we all watched balls on TV. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. And man, they were everywhere. The most watch ever. It's social cues where we talk about what happens on the internet on the radio. And yes, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yes. Sorry, I was distracted last night. Did you yeah. watch it? I did, actually. Okay, good, good. I went to a Super Bowl party. <laughs> uh, so let's start with the biggest thing of the internet that I I didn't think would be that big. Uh, Riri. Rihanna. Rihanna. Oh, yeah, baby. I love that woman so much. I Same. Just, that was me kissing her. I she would love her. She came out and she's like, I am from Barbados and I just had me baby. Wagwan, me brada. Hmm. I can't do an accent. I, I can't do a fake. 
<laughs> Brianna is fantastic. She's amazing. I absolutely love the first song that she came out to was... Bitch better have my money. But she couldn't say that word. That's been in my head all day because... Uh, we had Super Bowl squares, and mm-hmm. I haven't checked them yet, and I've been avoiding people because I don't want to pay them. <laughs> wow, I see. Uh, great, great one. Uh, my prediction was Umbrella was going to be the last song, and but it, it was wasn't. next to last. Sean mm-hmm. Patrick like Diamond was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, of course it was going to be that one. Damn it. If I had thought of that, I would have guessed that, yeah. <sighs> Bitch Better Have My Money is really funny, though, because it's like she's opening the Super Bowl being like, pay me. Which is funny, and then she even promotes her own product in the middle of the show by like fixing her makeup. Yeah, I thought that was that was some boss boss B energy. Yes, I really liked it. The internet is very divided about her performance. Yes, and uh, I even jokingly tweeted afterwards, um, "What is Tucker Carlson gonna find to complain about all week?" She was fully dressed. Um, fully. I, so here are my observations as a Riri fan and just a halftime show observer. Yeah. Um. It was very bland. Rihanna's singing was great. The songs were obviously she's not singing. They do a backing vocal track. Like there's Mm -hmm. even when you play instruments at the Super Bowl, it's not live. Right. Um, None of that is on the mix you're hearing. Anyhow, um, songs were great. She was great. The levitating stages were great. Here's the the thing. I think people expect there to be a big guest. That didn't happen. Mm. Um, There wasn't a costume change. There usually is. No big deal. I don't care. My my main issue was the levitating stages thing was the entire show. Usually yeah. during a Super Bowl performance, about three songs in, you go with a different design or different something like that. Um, yeah, but not I always. feel like that takes away from the performer a lot. It, and it Rihanna does. doesn't need any of that. I, I in agree. My opinion. In my opinion. Um, but other than that, it was it, it's it's mid level Super Bowl performance for me. It's just right in the middle. Um, Rihanna was great. Yeah. The, Everything. It's more like a concert than a Super Bowl performance. I think you need to bring a little more to that. However, my tweet turned out to be very accurate. People are angry. Concerns like my children had to leave and blah 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 blah. It's like for what? Why? There were the only two moments that I thought were like over the top is when she put her hand on her butt and then she put her hand near her tingly and then like hell yeah. But it wasn't even that like okay. But Justin Timberlake can prance around without a shirt on and Adam Levine and everything Adam, and that's yeah, fine. Yeah, I know. And same well, with Adam like, Levine can expose a woman's breasts on TV and be that fine was with Justin that. Timberlake. That was Justin Timberlake. Adam Levine had a shirt off. <laughs> shirt off. Yeah. Right, right, being, right. It's. It wasn't bad at all. Like, there was nothing. People like, my kids were watching. I'm like, your kids are watching dudes give each other concussions. Yeah. Also, like, so what? So, yeah. like, are you serious? But it's just funny how it, it, there, there's already, uh, People are already upset about they will it. They always and be And now upset. Fox News and whatnot are going to foment Ooh. the scent. And uh, it's actually going to become a thing when, to me, it was a very bland, how, mid-tier, halftime performance. How nice is it to live as these types of people who don't have actual real problems in their life that they can sit <laughs> down and stare at a right? halftime show concert? And create And them. then create problems for themselves. Make it so it's that big of a deal that it affects oh, their life. Oh, it's affecting society. Shut up. You have never studied sociology, anthropology, psychology, anything that would require to determine that. Shut up. It's eat your food. Watch the rest of the show. It's manipulation tactics. You got to keep people angry at something that doesn't matter. So the other things they don't get as mad about. But Mm -hmm. um, the other big thing that uh, (laughs) hit the Internet um, and I joked, I was like, when she first came out, I was like, oh, is she pregnant? Because I remember her being pregnant. And Nine then, like, months ago. <laughs> as the conversation went with everyone in my Super Bowl party, like, I think she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And turns out she's pregnant. 
Um, yeah, my mom even texted me, and I I feel bad. I'm sorry, mom. I had to immediately be like, oh, no, she just had a baby, mom. That's really offensive to comment what, about a woman's body. That's what they said to body. me when hey, I first said she's pregnant, but she had. But and then again, they announced it's not it. about the body or anything. There's just a signature way a baby bump looks. Yeah, especially when tight and put in a, a suit like there. If you're there's a difference between a tummy after a baby or a tummy that might be a little plump from yeah. uh, from snacking or whatever. Sure. But that was a baby bump tummy. Yeah, it turns totally out was. the internet was correct. It's uh, it's a tummy. It's a baby in that tummy. Uh, so good for her. Yeah. Nine, um, only nine months later. I did Hell learn yeah. uh, from the ladies at the party that uh, after you have your first kid, right after your body is very ready to have another kid. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So your I body's did not... begging for it. I, I saw a tweet. I can't I can't. See, take. I thought yeah. I, I would have Put a thought, baby back up in here, please. Hurry. Because yeah. it's got all the stuff ready for <laughs> a baby. We've yeah. done it before. We know what we're doing. <laughs> but I would have thought that the body needs to like, recover and get ready. But no, it's ready for a baby. Yeah. Uh, so that's the other thing. That's kind of also wait. Let me see people. my let me see my tweet. That it was funny. Yeah, okay, I, didn't, I didn't post this tweet, so this is somebody else. Somebody else posted a tweet that said, "Now I get why he's called ASAP." Like uh, uh, her, uh, her, ASAP her, her the guy that is, a, is yeah. her. I'm not my child's head. dad. Yes, yes, yes. Is named ASAP Rocky. Yes, yes, yes. And they're like, now um, I get why he's called. ASAP. You know, there were also <laughs> a lot of like tweets about like how how does America feel about um, a woman who's just having kids and no one knows who the father is and. I'm like, wait a minute. You, they do know. It's on Wikipedia. Yeah. If you don't know, the the, I figured it out. I figured it out. I mean, this is. I hate to be like most leftists and just throw the race card out immediately. Sure. But every time, there's an African American, a black, because uh, she's not African American. Um, mm-hmm. She's Barbados, Barbadian. <laughs> she's Barbados. She's a Barbade. She's the whole area uh, of Barbados. Uh, every time there's, a, especially female. Every time there are black women performing at the Super Bowl, there's always a thing. There's yeah? always a thing. What was another example? Beyonce, when mm-hmm. she made like real aggressive like faces, it, it was a thing. Mm. Every time, that's it. That's it. It's just people uh, being racist against women and being misogynistic, misogyn- misogynistic against black being people. Being masseuses against, M- Rubbing yeah. them, yeah. <laughs> no. Point being, it was a good Super Bowl halftime show. It wasn't incredible. It was good. It wasn't over the top. But Riri's great. Rihanna's great. She has so many hits. We're excited. We love her. We need to standardize and regulate Valentine's Day. Thank you. Yes, Matt Bearden. Finally, spitting some knowledge and some wisdom. Yeah, I... Look, man, I'm going to go through and just show you something really quickly, okay? I'm going to talk about it. Let's see. Valentine's Day card packs Amazon. Set. 28, set 22, set 18, set 12. Are these the ones you take to school? Yeah, they're the Valentine's Day cards for school. And here's the problem my wife and I went to Target to get stuff from my son. Everything there on the shelves of the Target we went to, 22. But my son doesn't have 22 kids in his school. Or friends. Yeah. Well, he has a, the way his school does it is there's two home rooms and they interact with each other. Whoa. So he was told you have to bring 45 Valentines. Here's the problem at 22 per pack, a two pack is 44. Uh, You leave one kid out. We're having the hot dog bun. So here's my problem do I buy a whole nother pack? Or. Do we let one kid be the kid who was me in school and doesn't get some Valentines and then cries? Uh, get one card. 
Get one that's an actual card. Sorry, we have someone that wants to chime in now. Okay. Uh, I, I see Emily coming from the dark recesses in the corners and wants yes. to chime in. We can we can segment cross. That's yeah, okay. I, I love it. I already have a suggestion. Love it. Easy. If you want to save money, get three packs. Just take one card out of the third pack. Return the pack. That's called theft. And? Okay. All right. I see how your generation is. <laughs> uh, I only bring it up really to talk about. Do you remember Valentine's Day? It is an odd thing that we would give, you know, be my Valentine. Um to a bunch of classmates. Right. It's always a little odd when you think about Valentine as so much supposed, somehow supposed to be... Kissing, maybe? Hugging Crushing, and kissing and romance. Giving little hearts with sayings yeah, on When you're a kid, it was just kind yeah. of a way sometimes you get a piece of candy taped to Valentine yeah. card. It was kind of exciting, but I'm not kidding. There were more than one year when I would reach into my bag. You know, you ever do that thing where you tape the bags to the back of the chairs and then the kids have to walk around and give them out? Yeah. And at so some point, they started see. making these regulations that you had to bring enough for everybody because... In my generation, you didn't, and I would count them up, and I'd, so I'd say, like, oh, got seven Valentines. Or where, like me, you would only get ones from the teachers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel better now. I don't, I don't remember. Because they gave them to everyone. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember getting any, but I'm sure I did. You don't think you got any? I think I did. Not even the teachers. Oh, well, because we had similar rules after a certain point where everyone had to, if you're bringing them, you got to bring them for the entire class. Also, you went to, uh, like, a parochial school. A little small private, yeah. Like a, a religious-based to... school. Yes, yes. And so for say, then they probably just wanted to talk to you about how to be become a saint, right? They were just like, this sure, is about yeah, St. Yeah. Valentine, and let's talk about the good works you can do. <laughs> Abstinence, to... kids. They is... certainly didn't want to talk about the hugging and the kissing and the no. squeezing, did they? No. I just, I feel like the do government- you have to buy candy, too? No, no, no. Or it's just cards. But to this, bring to this class? is what I want to have happen. The government needs to start regulating class size, <laughs> and they need to regulate, regulate how many Valentines are in a box. All Valentines should have one count, and all school class sizes should have one count. I feel the same way about hot dog buns versus the actual hot dog Correct. count and things. We like, can really <laughs> we need to change a lot of society, but I also agree. Yeah, it's why an are we gonna have ten buns? Of, why are you gonna have ten buns and yeah, eight dogs? Yeah, yeah, it's a system of distribution that maybe makes more money, but it, it it doesn't work right. I mean, geez, let's just switch to the metric system, communist Matt. While we're at it, oh wow, yeah, more government overreach. Here's where Jeez. I look. Government is important when you have to use its power in the right places. Yeah, use it for good. Use You're it right. for good. And here's one of the good places. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Did you do you ever did you ever like have anything, give any fun memories of Valentine's Day? Or do you remember any of the cards that you got? Remember you get like a Batman card or a Superman card and you're no. like, hell yeah. Zero. No. no. Zero it's fun just memories. Really, Am I the only kid who fondly remembers or at least has strong memories of a Valentine's Day? As a young little boy, I had crushes very early on, and no, it was it sucked. It did oh, suck. I loved it. You would give you would give the card uh, in high school. I got. A I gave better. the card to Kimberly Actually. Priest, and I remember she said thank you. It's a really big day. For I did me. a scavenger hunt ish thing where I left a card with a clue, and then another card with a clue, and then a final like card. But I didn't say who I was, but I gave a clue to the shirt I'd wear the next day. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, that was you. That's Because she was talking about it all day. She's like, I don't know who this is. I don't know who this is. Oh, this... and then when she found out it was you, it was it like, was like oh, oh, that's really sweet. Oh, wait. was this? That wasn't another one of your teachers, was it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> 101X. It's the C.J. Morgan Show. The Fat Four. We've narrowed it down to the best Super Bowl party snacks. And now that you've actually had experience eating some, it's time to vote at the C.J. Morgan. Whole gang's here. Let's decide. You look fat as 
I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! All right, so we've broken up the the votes for the Super Bowl snack bracket finals. Last year, uh, Chili Slash Frito Pie won. Here are the final four. Okay. Each of us have to pick our final four. No problem. And then the winner of the one out of four. The winner will be the show vote, which will go with the expert vote and the fan vote. We are left with Buffalo Wings, Sliders slash Sammies, mainly Sliders, Chips and Queso, or Bacon Wrapped Stuffed Cream Cheese Jalapenos. Once from HEB are great. Uh, Emily, you got excited with that. What is your choice of these four? So I got excited just because I uh, have recently learned that I like jalapenos because I tried the jalapeno poppers for the first time from HEB. But realistically, at the Super Bowl, I always eat hot wings. Always. So I'm going to go with some hot wings. Hot wings. Buffalo wings. Matt, I consider you a food expert and great party prepper when it comes to uh, having good food for your guests. You're hosting a party. What are these four items are you making? Well, first of all, sliders don't even belong in the top four. Uh, It's a dirt. It's an okay food. It it is what it is, but it's not special, and it always enrages me when I see it make a a final four. Much like the Philadelphia Eagles, it didn't have a lot of good competition along the way and made it to the final four, whereas we had some excellent corn dogs, hot dogs. Didn't the sliders take on fruit tray at one point? Yes. (laughs) I was like, like, yeah, of course they're going to win. Even uh, charcuterie made it pretty far, and I completely flipped and turned on a charcuterie board. Uh, I also want to say in that top four, you had uh, the chips and queso. No, not that one. Uh, Bacon wrapped stuffed jalapenos. Poppers are so effing good. Yes. But it takes time to prep, and a lot of people don't understand how to cook them right, and you end up with a burn section and then a gooey section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or gooey bacon. Yeah, when they're great, they're great. When they're not good, they can be off. Uh, Wings are just the perfect, perfect food. Except also, some people don't know how to make them. It makes your hands messy. Look, it's so fast. It's so easy. Chips and queso wins every single time. Yes, you can get it everywhere. Yes, it's not just for the Super Bowl. But my God, it's reliable. It's repeatable. It's you can fairly dip everything clean. in it. Everything else. And it's never, ever let me down. Spencer. Mm. I'm a huge fan of the spice a little bit. And I do agree with everyone here that wings should be maybe the the highest or maybe a runner-up. But we'll get into what Matt said. They're a bit too messy for me personally. I love them. I'll sit down and eat them when I'm well-prepared. But when I'm at somebody else's place, I want something that's a little less messy. Cause We're I don't... not going boneless sometimes? Well, I mean, I could. That's not a wing, sure. by the way. Yeah, it's a, it's a tender or a nug. But... I'm going to have to go for uh, them, them jalapeno poppers. Oh, okay, okay. oh man. Wow, I'm a fan surprise. because uh, the cream cheese, I mean, you guys know why they taste good, sure, right? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, they don't have to be bacon wrapped for me. I can go with or without. Pro bacon But uh, I want a little spice up in there. And I know you can get that in the queso as well, but I also want to be different. Okay. Ooh, this is really tough. Um, honestly, jalapeno, uh, bacon wrapped stuffed jalapenos were my contribution to the list. Yes. But when it comes to a top thing, I'm really torn between chips and queso and wings. However, this is a Super Bowl party, and I feel chips and queso are ubiquitous with every party. True. Can I give you one thing to consider before you go with are wings? Are we lobbying? I, I'm not going with wings One yet. thing I'm just going to say is, is if you serve wings, 
you stand the chance of being enraged because you have that one guest that takes one bite out of a wing, out of each of the wings, and then you have to sit there, you have to stare at that person knowing you're a bad person. You didn't Because, my God, is there anything more enraging than that person that takes, like, just the one bite out of the middle oh. or maybe two bites, and you're like, you don't know how to eat a wing. It's too spicy. Go ahead anyway. Sorry to interrupt you. I think buffalo wings are ubiquitous and synonymous with Super Bowl parties. I think it is their key element. They were the runner-up last year. I think every holiday has what Fourth of July's hot dogs. Uh, Burgers and dogs. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Watermelon. Grilling. You, yeah. You've got uh, turkey for Thanksgiving, maybe ham for Christmas. Tamales. Uh, chips and queso for everything. Uh, trees for Arbor Day. You yeah. eat trees. Yeah. Uh, deviled eggs. Buffalo wings. Whenever. Buffalo wings are 100% uh, Super Bowl, so that's my contribution, and we okay. shall wrap this up very soon. Vote online at CJ Morgan Show. The final four, the quarterfinals are here. Buffalo wings, sliders, chips and queso, bacon wrap, stuffed jalapenos. Let's get to it. It is the uh, final uh, sports bet involving football for a very, very long time where we get bored, we get weird. We're going to have to find extra things to entertain us. Uh, in the meantime, Matt and I made some prop bets. Uh, did. did you watch the game last night? How, I did. how was it? What was your uh, activities? Well, I had some stuff going on with my family. I told you guys off air. And uh, so I completely forgot about the Super Bowl for the majority of the day until it was starting. And then I realized I had no chips in the house, no drinks in the house, nothing to snack on. Uh, So I ate nothing. I drank a Rambler bubble water Mm. and I watched the game in my bedroom on my phone. Oh, Matt, damn. <laughs> it was a hell of a Super Bowl party for me. I will say I didn't care as much this year. I don't know why. Also, my first Super Bowl where I didn't drink alcohol, so that could be one, or I wasn't hosting a party. It was it was, it was was a good game. It was a great game. It was a great game. Um, I High understand. Scoring, I, everything you want. Big kickoff returns. The uh, last return two minutes for... were a real denouement because they played clock management. Smart move. You're guaranteeing your players, all those players on the team have to have a bonus structure in their contract. So good move on the coach. It just that it felt like the end of a college basketball game when you're like, oh, you've outsmarted the system. And foul, instead of just, foul, foul, foul. Instead of just running it in and then let's see if your defense can stop, it just had this moment of like, oh, well, you're going to win in two minutes. Absolutely anticlimactic. And it did suck because it was such an insane Great game up to that game. point. I mean, the Eagles with a two-point conversion to, to tie it up and just like, oh, man, if they get the ball back and... And again, great clock management. And there was a, there was a bit of controversy with a big penalty, um, a holding penalty. Here's the deal: the refs were calling everything. They were they were very on top of this game. That was a hold. If you say it's not, or it's a conspiracy, you're an idiot. The defensive back admitted it was a hold and said he hoped he would slide with it because it was so. Little, but it was two little holds. It, you redirected the player. Uh, I think the ball would have been uncatchable the, otherwise. Correct, but that but doesn't that's matter. Not what the, that's that, not how you call a penalty. You redirected a player who would have otherwise been open into the end zone. You got to call it. I was rooting for Philly to win the game. They didn't. I didn't really care, to be that honest. But it was clearly a penalty. It did suck. I really thought the only problem with the penalty is that the guy who was the announcer kept going on and on about how it should have been called. He was really interject injecting himself into that game. I think otherwise nobody would have thought much about it. Um, well, unless you're an Eagles fan. But, I mean, again, it was such a draining way to end it. You want excitement. You want the Eagles to get a chance to come back and put it into overtime. 
Uh, but th- that's what happened. And my other prediction when people were like, oh, who's going to win? I was like, here's the deal. Eagles haven't played anyone in the playoffs. Eagles will also score a bunch in one quarter, which they did the second quarter. And then they kind of take their foot off the gas and chill. Um, if Mahomes is is not as injured, I think this is going to be a lot closer. I think Kansas City will win because the Eagles don't know what to do and they get slugged in the mouth. They got slugged in the mouth in the third quarter and look completely discombobulated. That being said... They did uh, correct. They came back. It's a good game. We've had a lot of really bad games as of late, or just blowouts or boring. Boring. This was a great. This one. was a really good one between two quarterbacks and teams that uh, the, the are in their prime. T- the team that ultimately won wasn't leading that game until the end of the third quarter. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was pretty good. Very good. Uh, anyhow, uh, let's get to our sports bets uh, right after this. All right, we uh, talked too much about the Super Bowl. We did some prop bets, not the serious ones. I forgot a few good ones. I was going to ask you, um, like, Harrison Butker or nah, and that just meant if he was going to score more points as a kicker than the Eagles guy. I've, we forgot the Gatorade color, and this year was good. It was purple. Um, so many prop bets that are weird and funny that I forgot to ask you, Matt, but let's get to the ones we did do. Okay, because I don't remember them at all. Okay. Uh, number one, the length of the national anthem. Will it be over or under two minutes and five seconds? Matt said under. The length of the national anthem was two minutes and two seconds. Point for Matt. Nailed it. Nailed it uh, by Nailed point it. zero three. I will say I remembered that one, and you should have heard me yelling at my phone. Sing yeah. it faster! Yeah. Sing it! For, come on, Chris, speed it up! Uh, the next part of this, which we're going to have to score here on air live together, is uh, the length of the word brave in the national anthem. Will it be over five seconds or under? Matt said under. Here we go. Here we go. All right. You, Matt. He did. I clocked he out did. at like 6.30. It was easily. Point for CJ. Uh, it seemed because he did the other words so much that he was not going to do that one, but then it became clear. I think he had money on the over 205, and he was trying to stretch and get it there. Dude, what a great way. Because you can't get in trouble for that. You might not be invited back, but what a great way to game the system to bet on your own Super Bowl prop bets. Great. Genius. Uh, will there be a scoring drive that's shorter than the national anthem? The odds maker said yes. Matt said no. And uh, oh, an overall scoring drive. Crap, I got to go back and add that. I was saying first scoring drive. Uh, oh, you have to go back and look at all the scoring uh, drives? Uh, the national anthem was 205. There absolutely was at least one scoring drive there was that was 211. shorter. There was a one third. No, that's a punt. Um, Correct, an Eagle, Eagles one-minute, 22-second field goal. So that is another point for CJ, because you said no. Man, I'm glad I noticed that. Uh, will a player record an ocup- octopus? What is an octopus? It's when the same player who scores a touchdown also scores a two-point conversion. Matt said no. It did happen. Uh, Jalen Hurts threw a touchdown pass and then uh, ran the two-point conversion in. So that is whoa, another whoa, point whoa, whoa, whoa. for CJ. He no, did an no. octopus. He threw the touchdown pass, but he didn't. He doesn't score the touchdown. Yes, in fantasy football, if you throw the pass, we're not talking about fantasy football. We're talking about an octopus. In okay. an octopus, Oct- you have to score. So he would have had to run it. Correct. 
He can't throw. Okay, let's see. Well, let's Google it. Super, or super the person cool. who is the receiver could have received a pass for the other, but you don't get to split it between players. Okay, well, let's see. Will there be an octopus? Yes. No. Was there an actually an octopus? Eagles two-point convert. Eagles went for a total of four, blah, blah, blah. Here's what happened. Okay, this is before the result. I'm going to say. <laughs> like, Please look at our article. Okay, was there this is a, a good fight, Super by the way. Bowl octopus? Here, guess what, audience? I don't know the real What answer. is an octopus? <laughs> well, I mean, it is because I don't because I would assume he the quarterback was responsible for a touchdown. He threw it. He ran for the two-point conversion. I say it's an octopus. You say no. Uh, let's see. Something about Detroit. Jalen Hurts scored a touchdown for the Philadelphia Eagles in the fourth quarter and immediately scored again on two-point conversion on the following play. That very specific combination is called an octopus. All right. When a player scores a touchdown and the same player immediately scores a two-point conversion, uh, and it says, yes, Jalen Hurts cashes the octopus bet, same player scores TD ensuing two, so that was an octopus. Why is it called an octopus? Eight, Eight points. points. Six for the touchdown, two oh, for the two-point conversion. Yeah, you are. All right, our uh, next bets. Uh, what song will Rihanna sing first? It was Bitch Better Have My Money. Matt just stared at me blankly, so he didn't bet on that. What color eyeshadow will Rihanna wear? Matt, again, stared at me blankly on that one, so we did not bet. Uh, Eagles. I did, however, bet that she would be pregnant, and we would all find out in yeah, the middle of the dance. One, you yeah. get 15 <laughs> points for that one. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, Matt picked the Eagles. <laughs> I picked the Chiefs. Point for CJ. Uh, you did correctly pick the Super Bowl MVP with Patrick Mahomes. Hedged your bets there. Last but not least, I texted you uh, a day before the game. Heads or tails? You chose heads. It was tails. Uh, so CJ. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't get to see that. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you mean the heads or tails? The coin toss. Oh, their coin toss. Yeah, you picked a heads. You didn't it was tell tails. me. I texted you. You didn't text me what it was about. You just texted the words heads or tails. And you chose. Uh, you chose incorrectly. I was trying to help you make a decision. I thought you were trying to figure out, like, oh, should I slam my dog in this door or not? Heads or tails? And I was... Oh, slam the yeah, slam the tail. You no, you said slam heads. <laughs> you wanted me, Matt. You son of a bitch. Uh, that gives me quite a few points. That. Uh, Matt got two points out of this. I have a total of five. Wait, you got five out of this? Yeah. How? Because I got the word brave. I got the scoring drive. I got the Hertz octopus. You got length of the national anthem. You got Patrick Mahomes MVP. Uh, You picked the Eagles. That was wrong. You picked heads. That was wrong. You didn't get any of those. You didn't bet on any of those. I bet on them and you didn't bet. Just if I got it wrong, you get the point? That's how we've always done the sports bet. I know. I'm trying to argue my way out of it. Okay, here's the deal. Matt, if you can score an octopus right now... You will get a point. Your mom's got an octopus. Damn. She, she, That's good. Girl. The good, the bad, the ugly of Super Bowl commercials. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to, s- to say that, that I'm a nerd. It's the Nerd Report, and that's right. Today's obviously going to be very uh, Super Bowl-themed because that's what happened last night, you you silly gooses. But the Super Bowl has something for everyone, and the commercials are a big part of it, and I feel like uh, a lot of people were tweeting what they tweet every year, um, basically that the commercials aren't good this year. And then I had an epiphany and replied to a friend of mine, and I was like, my brother in Christ, they were never good. Yeah, We were just kids and dumb. Yes, yeah, unfortunately. But there are some things that stand out that are fun and funny. Um, I also hate it when they're like serious or emotional. Yeah. God, which, there's only like one. 
Well, uh, well, there was the dog one, and That's I was what pissed. I mean. That was that, that was got everyone. One. That got my friend Whitney crying. Um, my friend Joe <laughs> Hafke, he tweeted about it. They had just lost their pup. They just had two no, kids. Not a pup. So it was an rude. old dog. But it was like, it made me very. I'm glad they didn't end it with the dog passing like oh, so many man. do. I haven't but seen it. But that one was tough. It. Yeah, that it was old because they had a baby and there was yeah. a, oh, God, dude, that's pissing me off thinking about it. And then like, it's like Marshmallow's music video, Happy Now. Same thing. It's about is, a, there a, is there a quick summer we could do or should I just go watch? Because I didn't watch the Super Bowl at all. It's basically just there. This they, girl gets a, a dog. They, yeah, the girl gets a dog. She goes and then to you college, see, has to say bye to it. Bye bye puppy. She comes back, has the dog. She gets yeah. married. The dog's there. She has her first baby and the dog at this point is old. And then she's singing to the baby, but then makes eye contact with the dog and is singing the song. And then it like the dog does a flashback of his entire life from his perspective, um. and then it goes back to her singing, and then it zooms out, and it's like eat this dog food. But it was like uh, mm. uh, what I was mm. going to say is it good for it's humans? It's just too? a dog's life yeah. from start to finish. Okay, <laughs> CJ so went into a lot more detail than he needed. It's just at the end you see the dog old, and huh. then it's like oh he's old and she's moved on with her life. Yeah. It's a circle of like life, life, CJ. Thank That's you for sharing. I haven't, I haven't come across that one yet, uh, uh, streaming sad. or anywhere. There are a few that are just like serious and suck, like Bass Pro Shops. There are a few that I'm like, wait, you spent money on this. There's uh, a Jesus I, one. I saw there the anti-Tesla of... ad, actually. That for was the funny. Yeah, pro- I yeah. loved that one. And then it was followed by a local commercial because they have local, that was for uh, Injury Lawyer, and I was like, ah, that's <laughs> yeah, kind of uh, lucky you. Um, the, the Jesus ATB ad. One. There's a Jesus ad too. Yes, oh, which yeah. if, if Jesus has enough money to run Super Bowl ads, he has enough money to pay taxes. Yeah, and yeah he's right. got enough money to donate all that money to charities, like he yeah, would. Yeah, you know. yeah. I also made a joke about pointing at the TV and said, "This is this is just the proof you need to know that the church makes too much money." Yeah. Real <laughs> Jesus would afford a real Jesus would have been ad. very upset to see that commercial. Yeah, I'll tell you be. what, real yeah. Jesus would not like that. Uh, th- there was a another commercial. I'll, I'll try to find it and remember it, but it had a really good like turn into a song moment. Everyone's like, "Oh, that was good," mm-hmm. and then a uh, 15 second spot, and then one commercial later was another uh, reminiscent song heavy dance one. I was like, "That sucks." Yeah, because you were right behind a way better commercial with a catchier song. Mm-hmm. That sucks for you. Let's go through uh, some of the best according to a list. Uh, Will Ferrell, Stranger Things. I thought it was cute. I like that. I thought it was cute. Yeah, um, I don't remember. The John Hamm, Brie Larson, Mayonnaise one. That ah, was okay. Uh, the Pepsi Zero sugar uh-huh. acting ones were good, uh-huh. but we all know all know Pepsi Zero uh, sucks. Uh, the Breaking <laughs> Breaking Bad one was a good fun cameo. It was fun, but I already got it spoiled for me because I posted it on YouTube like a week Same. before. I was like, so I was like, okay, I've seen I, this. I had mixed feelings about that because I, I know they're just you know nostalgia farming like as usual. Oh, totally. Was it fun? Did they did they all it was act from ten and, years ago? Yeah. It seemed like they were having a lot of fun acting so it out, though, as the I, characters. So. I will say nostalgia farming and cameos uh, have become That's rot in our uh, society. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, like I was, I was That's reading. all we're relying on now for our new quote-unquote content. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Can we get uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger back as the Terminator? Or can't, you know, just stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's I like, w- we don't need that. I was reading an article that Saturday Night Live basically screwed their next generation because instead of developing new players... They relied heavily on cameos and people playing stuff, so now they're yep. in a weird uh, funk. Uh, but what about this for nostalgia? 
Alicia Silverstone uh, doing a clueless thing. Another thing that was ruined for me on YouTube already, like uh, a week before. So don't I watch was like, YouTube. Okay. No, it's great. No, man, it's better than TV. Miller Lite, Coors Light was uh, better, and it was a Blue Moon commercial. They could have done that a lot better. I mean, I just know the secret behind that they're owned by the same company. Yeah, yeah. So and it was I, like, uh, okay. My favorite one, and I realized it was a commercial right away because it was just shot, because I could tell that it was shot too professionally. And it wasn't the Super Bowl. It was the Tubi one. <laughs> oh, the Tubi it tricked so a lot of funny. people, and yeah. uh, it even was like, Lisa was like, what did I do? Because she was looking at her phone. I was like, honey, this is a commercial. And she's like, is it? Because it was the That's same interface as our TV. Uh, and I was like, no, oh, this wow. is a commercial. And she's like, this is great. And I was like, absolutely, it's great. Yeah, basically what it was is they're in the middle. It was a Fox middle, commercial partnered with Tubi. Y- they're oh, in the cool. middle of showing the two announcers, and then it shows Tubi like changing the channel uh, to get to Netflix. And then yeah. scrolling uh, to play a movie. And so when I was there, my friend literally goes, who's sitting on the remote? Yeah, And nice. it was just an ad. That's clever. It was really smart. See, I, I love clever. that. And I'm going to tell you all the best super. Super Bowl commercial of all time in a little bit. Can you bring a date to a Super Bowl party? You know, the first time they've met your friend group. We'll discuss coming up, but first, back to our nerd report. The best and the worst of this year's Super Bowl commercials. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that I'm a nerd. My favorite one um, was Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. They come out. It's a movie trailer, and their wigs are corny. They look corny. The premise for the movie is like, we're going to make a shoe after uh, Michael Jordan. And I was like, oh, ha, ha, this is just a <laughs> Nike commercial that they did as a movie trailer. Because in my mind, I'm like, this is so corny. Like, yeah. this actual movie would be effing stupid. Yes. It's a very just well, guess run what? down to crap. I was like, this is funny. This is really funny. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it was a real movie trailer. Yep. And it looked so corny and bad, and everything bad. about it was bad. If that was just a straight-up Nike commercial, I'd be like, ha, ah, that's great, because of course seeing Matt Damon and Ben Affleck dressed like that, mm-hmm. and like, we're going to go to Michael's parents, and we're going to pitch him a, sh- a shoe deal, and I was like, this has to be a, a Nike. It wasn't. I don't it know. was an actual trailer. It was a few years ago, and I think it was a rock movie, The Rock, uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson, and I forget what it was, but he was like an amputee. That has to save like his family or something from a, 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 a like a skyscraper, and I was like, "This looks so absurd and ridiculous. There's no way this isn't a commercial for something." Turns out it was a real movie. Hmm. Skyscraper. He literally is jumping off a cliff from like one side of one skyscraper Weird. onto the next. It's just so over the top. And I was like, "Surely at the end of this, it's going to be a it's commercial be like, for just or some you know technology that helps you know." Yeah. People that are amputees and like, no, it's just a silly movie. My favorite commercial was, well, there's two. I really liked the H-E-B commercial. That was a good local Shout out one. to H-E-B. Yeah, and it was cute. Better. All they did was they just showed how good their tortillas were. And like everybody was just eating the tortillas out of the bag, like everywhere that you looked. And like grandma was pretending that she was making tortillas, but she was actually just using H-E-B yeah. ones. Grandma needs a break every once in a while. Exactly. And you can't tell the difference because they are incredibly homemade and delicious and tasty. And everybody just eats them out of the bag. We all have to admit it. Um, but then I also liked the Bud Light one with uh, Miles Teller and his wife where they're on hold. Uh. That one was so cute. All the, all the girls liked it because it was a TikTok thing that's happening. But that Cisco what do you mean a TikTok that, thing that's that happening. That Cisco commercial song, by the way, uh, they used to use that in the Bone Zone podcast. They would prank call people and put it in hold, and I loved it. Yeah, it's great. No, I thought it was adorable. It was very sweet, and it was just this couple that was dancing to the to the hold music. It's relatable. So I like I, it. I'm gonna have to say. 
I'm no longer they're they're no longer. Um, and again, it was just because they were nostalgic as kids. We thought they're fun. Oh, the Budweiser frogs and the crazy cameos. I'm now going on pure creativity. Uh, there's one that I saw. I'm trying desperately to find it because I really, really liked it just for its creativity, but I cannot remember. But the one that out of all this that stuck out the most had to be the uh, the Tubi one. Um, I'll even say the Greg Gutfield one was was oh, good I hated because they that cut one. him off before the commercial. No, but- I wrote about on our on our blog how much I hated that one. Why? Because it was lame. It was cheesy. And anybody that acknowledges uh, how much they're paying for a Super Bowl ad in the middle of the ad is stupid. I liked it because it cut him off for his ready, but but that one. Uh, I don't know. I just I just really enjoyed that one. However, the uh-huh. best Super Bowl <laughs> commercial ever. Um, and let's start with this year's runner-up. Didn't even do a Super Bowl commercial. Totina's Pizza said if there's a doink, uh, they'll give out X amount of free pizzas if you sign up. A doink is when a missed field goal hits the hits the thing. <laughs> yeah. It happened. And they went vi- all over the internet. People were like, because it was just their small secondary, they didn't run advertisements. It was just a Twitter thing. Yeah. That's it. The doink happened, and they were tweeting like crazy. I think it was DiGiorno. DiGiorno, it was. Thank you. Uh, Because I was going to say, I don't even think it was Sotina. But DiGiorno Pizza ended up having a great viral marketing thing, and whoever their social media person was going crazy that night. Oh, Nick signed up for it on the morning show? Mm -hmm. That was incredible. This year's most disappointing Super Bowl commercial had to be the... uh, the Rob Gronkowski Fan Bowl Sportsbook Super Bowl field goal kick. Do y'all know anything about this? Uh, I think I saw the commercial. Former player and uh, current commentator Rob Gronkowski had been building up a thing that he was going to kick an X amount of yard field goal um, at the Super Bowl. It came out. He missed it. It was a big thing. However, I was dis- I think a lot of people were disappointed because they thought this was going to be before the Super Bowl or a side thing during it at some point. But however, this was clearly a, a commercial they shot oh. before. Mm. It looked too staged. It looked too clean. It looked too perfect. It, sure. All the buildup for it was very disappointing. But anyhow, uh, let's talk about the best ever, and I guess give an award for this year's best one. Um, this year's winner has to be Tubi, because I can't think of my other thing. The greatest one ever. 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 Okay, and speaking of a, a product, spending... Um, money. This product for a month leading up to the Super Bowl talked about how expensive commercials were and they were going to buy one. They were going to buy the cheapest. They were going to buy the cheapest Super Bowl commercial. Then all of a sudden as you're sitting there watching the Super Bowl commercials, all of a sudden you see this guy go, High Life! And that was it. It was the Miller High Life commercial. Rest in peace. The actors uh, passed away. But that dude was doing all the Miller High Life commercials. They did a half second commercial and all he did was yell high life, and that was it. But they spent an entire campaign leading up <laughs> to that funny. saying, we're going to try to get a Super Bowl commercial. It's going to be the cheapest and fastest. And then he did that, and everyone's just laughing their asses off in the middle of it. It was great. High life. That was it. That was the entire commercial. It's genius. High life. No? I don't know. I don't remember that one. <laughs> Guess advertising doesn't work, huh? <laughs> oh. Hot Life! At CJ Morgan Show. Follow us online because the most important thing about radio is the internet. Is a Super Bowl party a good place to introduce a new um, boo thing? Like a meet cute? Like hook really... two people up? 
No, no. Or that, like that, that to bring someone new. No, to bring somebody new. Um, I have a friend who she has been talking to this guy. They've been hitting it off. Is your friend's name Emily? It's not my... It's not me. Okay. I wish it was me. <laughs> okay. Oh, not, like, nothing that I'm talking about relates to me, unfortunately. Okay, okay. Um, but my friend has been seeing this guy. They're not seeing anybody else. Like, they're only seeing each other. I think they've gone on, like, maybe, like, four dates, okay. right? Um, and she was talking about how they wanted to see each other, but that she was busy because she had our Super Bowl party on Sunday. So I just told her, oh, just bring him. And it became kind of a big deal of her saying, oh, no, 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 I can't bring him. That's that's way too much. It's not I'm not ready to introduce, you know, my friends oh, yet. OK, but it was a Super Bowl party. And I feel like if there's any casual party atmosphere that a Super Bowl party is the easiest one sure. to integrate. a new I person completely into. agree, because yeah. the focus is. Number the one, game. the yeah. game, the commercials. And the treats. And the yeah. Number two, yeah, number two is the treats, the snacks, the food, and There's the fun stuff. There's not a lot of time to talk. Right. So they don't have to worry about, like, talking. And plus, right? if he's a sports person, you just go into, just flip into guy sports mode, and you, mm-hmm. that's, that's literally it's how you bonding. make friends you can talk with, with the other, other guy. guys yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, I feel like when guys go into sport mode bonding, <laughs> they don't even need to speak to each other if they're in no. the same room. It's like photosynthesis. Like, they're just taking in each just other's, like, vibes. Yeah, yeah. Absorbing their vibes. <laughs> Um, but she was like very, very against it. Man, and, last night oh, I, I was know. like, damn, Travis Kels is such a good route runner. And just look at the way that he does this. And I was explaining it. And Lisa goes, yeah, he totally does that. And she was kind of making fun of me. Right. And then like yeah. 30 seconds later, the commentator on the Super Bowl said pretty the much the same thing. thing I said. And she goes, oh. Because she just thought I was doing a bit. Yeah, it's but I was, I was, my brain was just in sports mode. Wow, it's almost yeah. as if you had a sports show at one point. I know. It's almost it. Um, Rest in peace. Man, I listened to Jeff Ward on the way, and it's like, damn, Jeff Ward's good. He is uh, good. He's so damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, anyhow, Emily. Yes. Yeah, it's a good place because, one, the, the new guy is not the central focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like Super Bowl parties are also not so inclusive to where it's the friend group. Um, yeah. There's usually you can have stray, like a coworker you, yes, randomly. It's not like best friends. Yeah. Yeah. souls are bigger than it's not just the core group. Game night is the core group, and sure. it's weird to have an outsider. This not so much. You're all distracted watching the game, so it's yeah. less awkward. But there's plenty of moments and areas where people break away and do their own thing, like at the food table outside. Yeah. So they will get a chance to meet and talk and stuff like that. And if it becomes uncomfortable. You go back to the TV and watch the game. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it also doesn't last that late. At least this time around. It didn't last that late. I think the worst... I told my friend last night, because I went home after the third quarter, I was like, yeah, man, you you, you held this on a Sunday. I got stuff to do. I work tomorrow. And at first he's like... What? what else was I going to hold this Super Bowl party? I threw him off a little bit. And it was funny. Yeah. Um, I oh, think the man. worst party to have somebody go and you know meet your friends at is somebody's birthday party. Sure. Because then that makes everything about oh meet my new, new boyfriend instead of like meet this or like celebrate the birthday. It's person. uncomfortable yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that Super Bowl parties that is that is a really good one. I'm trying to think, I think I've I don't think I've ever brought anybody to a Super Bowl party, but I've also been so um, sadly single for four years. Hell yeah! So no, uh, sadly, say, not sadly, happily single. Yeah, there you dude, go. F all of you. Yeah, I was Being gonna say even though great. the Super Bowl 
is a pretty ideal place maybe to do this. It's also like it's on her too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like if she wasn't comfortable, I feel like that's totally fine. Oh yeah. Maybe they're not you know that comfy yet with each other. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. get it. I get why she would have said that. Maybe you know I'm not comfortable with being with this dude around my friends. Yet, yeah. Things like that. Mm-hmm. That makes complete sense. But you're also right in that the Super Bowl is probably the most ideal party or I, just a I sports don't know party another, in general. I, I maybe. agree with you. Yeah. Just saying um, uh, Super Bowl is perfect because it has all different areas and all different things. And again, the game's a focus. I was I was trying to think of other good ones. Backyard barbecue, pool party is a good one because again, sure. there's, yeah. more, there's more space to spread out. There's more space. It's extended group, but the mm-hmm. problem is bathing suits, seeing people's boobs. Nah, not. I don't mm, want the person. Be, I'm, I I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. The problem with backyard barbecues and that sort of thing is there's no central focus to draw away from. The problem with barbecues or crawfish broils or whatever is that person can get too easily drawn into one-on-one headlock uh, conver- conversation with one headlocks. person. And that, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it can become too, and there's really nowhere to flee than walking to another group of people. Or the other problem is if you're, I've been there before, if you're with a, you know, a date at a thing, you don't know any of the friends, um, I was, it was literally a crawfish boil, mm-hmm. and I didn't really know anyone, Yummy. so you're kind of eating, you're hanging out and talking, and she's going around talking to all her friends, and I don't want, another. you don't want to sandbag someone to have to stay and monitor you the whole party. Yeah, absolutely. But when you're lonely and new at a thing, there's nowhere to go bounce around, and like you can kind of talk, but there's nowhere to go. No. At a Super Bowl party, if you're feeling uncomfortable, don't have anyone to talk to awkward, you go watch the damn game. And yeah. not a lot of people are what, or talking anyways at a Super Bowl party. At these things, like. there's not. However, no. at, at this party did work out for me because I ended up, uh, they had a croquet set. So mm-hmm. I made like a putt putt style croquet course that wrapped around the house. Oh my gosh! And then like got a bunch of her friends to play with me, and that was actually cool because <laughs> then I bought and then she jumped in and I bonded with her friends playing a dumb like made up croquet game. But still, so I can't think of anything outside of Super Bowl party. Like, right. what else would be an ideal meet cute? Not a meet cute. I wanted cute, to but. argue maybe a certain type of game night, and it's specifically the Jackbox party game night where you're yeah. all facing the TV as well. Nope. Nope. But they, yeah, I was, I was gonna say, but there's a lot the of amount of inappropriate exactly. in-group jokes you exactly. like to make, like when there's an outsider thrown into things, <laughs> yeah, it's it changes they won't the get dynamic. The inside jokes. I would say, say the inside jokes. I would say the same. Like if you're playing uh, Cards Against Humanity, yeah, um, they don't have the same humor as you. It yet. also it yet. busts the uh, the comfort bubble of the group. Sure. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying Spencer and I can't make racist jokes with each other. Well, we still can. We just go to the bathroom to do that. In private. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Did you know? Welcome to the knowledge section of this uh, very exciting entertainment program. But right here, we slow it down. We do a public service by letting you know things you might not have. Did you know? For instance, the surface area of a cat, including all the fur, is about the same as a ping pong table. So you can stretch them out. Nice. You know huh. how people have those bear and cattle blankets? You can make a kitty one. Uh, don't do that. Yeah, please yeah. don't. I'm not a cat person because I have bad allergies, but they don't need to be turned into tables. Or... I agree. Uh, not a cat person either. Um, I don't care who you are, how clean your house is, Emily. Uh, if you have a cat, your house smells. Yes. Uh, I, I can detect it no matter what. Um, but I, my family, when I went home recently, uh, we have some boat cats. Two cats met in my dad's derelict boat. They made boat babies, and now they're boat cats. Yeah. They'll come out and eat and drink, and then they go back in the boat, and we've tried to trap them to send them to get spayed and neutered. 
Uh, won't happen. They'll let you pet them every now and then, but they don't go in the traps. But they won't coming. let you grab them. Hmm. Something I learned too Book is cats. I used to be really anti-cat because of like the litter box, and people say, "No, you can do this or you can do that." No, it's because you live with them, you don't notice it. If you walk into a cat person's house, you smell the cat right away, and that kind of turned me off, and I didn't understand why anybody would buy buy or own or uh, adopt a cat. But I now have two kind of. Neighborhood cats? No, uh, middle school kids, and uh-huh. my house smells like middle school kid all the time, yeah. and it's like I didn't even buy them or adopt them. I made them by accident, and I got to tell you, that is another smell it's altogether. A stink. It's, it's a-, a stink that's mixed with Axe body spray. It's terrible, bro. <laughs> it's really horrendous, and when people come over to the house, I have to be like, I'm sorry, I've got... Cats. I just blame it you on gotta cats. Tell your, you got to tell your daughter Axe body spray is bad for her skin. Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, hey, did you know? Wow. You know Billboard magazine? They're the ones that give us the charts. So, you know, hey, what's the number one song in America? What's the number one song on this yeah, chart? Number yeah, one song yeah, yeah. Do you know why it's called Billboard? Because uh, it was once a billboard out for... Yeah. I don't know. It was it was a trade magazine for the billboard industry back in the 1890s. Oh, for the actual billboards. Yeah, it, ah, would, it, it would call. Uh, it would it'd cover things like uh, ads for circuses and stuff like that. Wow. In the 1930s, the music business started up, and they started picking up on that too. And then eventually, it turned out people cared way more about the music industry than they cared about huh. billboards for circuses. Yeah, so it just wild. kept its name. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Did you know? There are eight Hawaiian islands, but you can't visit two of them. I do know one of them yeah. you can't visit. Uh, one of them uh, you can't visit because it's a nature reserve that used to be a military test site. Yep. Probably uh, probably kind of dangerous. I'm not they sure. Used to, the, the United States Navy used to bomb the crap yeah. out of random islands to test things. <laughs> oh, and it's dangerous because a lot of the munitions are unexploded. As a matter okay, of fact, okay. over the weekend... Uh, some people were injured in, I think, France because a WW2 munition exploded. Oof, Whole of Europe is just covered in mines. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, the second island, by the way, you can't visit because it's privately owned by a family that rarely uh, receives visitors. So oh, two islands out of eight you can't Dr. visit. Dr. Moreau stuff right yeah. there. Yeah, that's. I mean, how come we don't have more conspiracy theories about the family that owns a whole Hawaiian yeah. island and doesn't really let people come to the island? People owning islands are are bad. I mean, I mentioned the yeah. island of Doctor Moreau. We have, of course, the the famous uh, uh, Epstein Island. Um, there's also Doctor No had an island. So why do you need an entire island to yourself? If you own an island, it's that's bad. I I have a friend here in town. He owns well known businesses. He owns an atoll. Uh. And this guy is friends with Richard Branson and occasionally Wait, goes really? to Richard Branson's island. Yeah. Jesus, he dude. An island? Yeah. Damn. And he has a whole island. And I always tease him because I'm like, all right, that is some Epstein level stuff. He's like, yeah. no, no, it's a really nice island. I go there. I meet people. Of course, it's a nice island. Yeah. Well, it's a, who's it's an a, island. Who's going to have a bad <laughs> island? Hey, did you know? Uh, I believe that Richard Branson actually once got pulled over by the police on his own island and got it ticketed. Wait, his security force? Maybe it was Prince. Somebody rich once got in trouble on their own island. Huh. I like that there's a did you know. Did you know somebody rich once got in trouble on their own we island? D- we didn't say did you know properly before, so you know it's not real. Okay, we're and fine. We, you know what would be funny is if I had an island, like I was rich, and I invited friends to stay at my island, like, oh, I'm going to CJ's island. But it was real crappy. Like, there well, wasn't much to do. <laughs> there wasn't really any shelter. There's like several dead trees, and that's yeah, I just, it. Uh, you mean like a party at your house? <laughs> Where I wait, make you wait Did for you hours know? for food. Like a party at your house. <laughs> Ten interesting facts and stats from Super Bowl Fifty Seven. You are not gonna believe number four. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet, that thing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up.
on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. Computer, load up Celery Man, please. Yes. We look at the clickbait so you don't have to. It's all right here in front of us, and we're going to share it with you. And very timely, last night was the Super Bowl. One of the best ever. It was very good till the end, kind of anticlimactic, but that's okay. We're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about interesting facts, facts and stats. <laughs> facts. 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 Those linemen. That was like working clickbait. good. Clickbait corner for sure. Uh, here we go. Number one. It was the first Super Bowl with two black starting quarterbacks. I did not know that. Patrick Mahomes and wow. Jalen Hurts, also uh, both from Texas. Nice. Pretty cool. Okay, uh, both cool. Th- as yeah. well as uh, um, Big 12 quarterbacks at one point with uh, Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma after transferring from Alabama. And where was Patrick Mahomes? Guns up, Reckham. Uh, Crappy city that drinks Emerald's pee Texas water. Texas Tech. Good job, Emily. Yes. Yes. Thank you for your hints. Uh, Mahomes and Hurt had a combined age of 51 years, 337 days on Sunday, surpassing Joe Montana and Dan Marino in 1985 as the youngest Super Bowl quarterback matchup of all time. Huh. Getting younger and younger. Brady's gone, so now we have some new stars. Uh, number three. How are Super Bowl tickets distributed? Uh, uh, ooh, this is complicated. We're gonna we're gonna forget about that. Uh, number four. Whoa. Okay. So essentially, it lays it all out. But both teams um, get access to seventeen point five percent. The host team gets five percent. The this does not make sense. Somebody Very didn't write baby, a huh? good sentence. Yeah. Number four. Uh, Cleveland is the only city with an NFL team that has not gone to the Super Bowl or hosted. <laughs> Poor Cleveland, Browns. piece of crap. Uh, number five, the NFL spent two years preparing the grass for the field at the Super Bowl. And yeah, that was the one everyone was slipping on and having trouble with. Yeah, Very why bad. would they do that? For fun. Uh, some of it was the paint. Some Also... The problem with the indoor stadiums is uh, the whole field, Emily, mm-hmm. it's on a rail, yeah. so they slide it outside so it can grow. Oh, I see. And a lot of times, like, the roots just don't get, like, as deep as it could. Um, the other thing is the paint apparently was a real bad issue. Very bad turf for a Super Bowl, and that I would be pissed because a lot of dudes were slipping. And, oh, man. You know, you're missing tackles, or you can go on a big run. You slip. Also, that could rip up your ankles, your right. ACL, your yeah, MCL. Yeah, really. That can put you out for a season. Two Rush years on. preparing that for nothing. Uh, <laughs> number six, this year, Mahomes did four magical things. He was the regular season MVP, Super Bowl MVP. He led the NFL in passing touchdowns. And led the NFL in passing yards. Wow. Three other players have uh, done that before. Only three. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Kurt Warner. All multiple Super Bowl champions. Uh, number Kurt Warner, of course, Emily, you know this. Remember, uh, oh, yeah. played with St. Louis, the, uh, the greatest show on turf. Um... Had Isaac Bruce. You know, then he then yeah, he, that guy. then he came back and played with uh, Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Took them, I think, to the Super Bowl against uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and lost. That's incredible. I, I remember that. I, I was that. I was alive. Mahomes is the first <laughs> player in NFL history to win multiple championships and multiple league MVPs within his first six seasons. Yay. As a matter of fact, I think the Chiefs with Mahomes have been to the uh, uh, AFC Championship every year but one, something like that. I made that up. Wow. 
Uh, number eight, Kansas. This is Clickbait Corner. Some fascinating, fun Super Bowl facts. Kansas City rookies Isaiah Pacheco and Sky Moore both scored a touchdown. <gasps> wow. The Chiefs oh. are the second team to have two <laughs> different rookies score to Dow in the Super Bowl, joining the 1985 Bears with wow. William Perry and Reggie Phillips. Number nine. Should be proud of themselves. What color was the Gatorade shower? It was pink. Purple. Purple. Just uh-huh. like that damn M&M. I didn't watch. The obese. The obese m and uh, That's a big prop bet is what color the shower will be. I thought it was going to be yeah, yellow. Yeah. That's it, what it, I was going for. No, usually they don't even do They They do. Who knows? Point being, it was purple. <laughs> They'll do one of the old ice variants where so it's just yellow clear. Yellow looks like it's a different type of shower. More yeah. R. Kelly there. Number 10. <laughs> a lot of football fans uh, were caught in the middle. Watch the Super Bowl without rooting for either team. That, that was literally me. in the middle. Doesn't uh, physically halfway between Kansas City and Philadelphia, you'd be in Gettysburg, the small town of 463 people. What? Uh, this is ridiculous. I thought they were going to say, yeah. I mean, doesn't that every year that there's a lot of people that their team doesn't make it to the Super Bowl? So they're, <laughs> there's 30 so plus okay. teams exactly. that don't make it. So yeah, yeah of course you would. This just reeks split. of we didn't have enough facts for 10. Um, yeah. 10 lists. <laughs> I think so. Who did this clickbait? Me. Damn, they didn't even list it. They no. didn't even list the source. That's how bad it was. But now you know things about the Super Bowl. Up there, it's a bird, it's a plane, and there's a bunch of them. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? Let's find out, Matt Beard. Yeah, uh, thighs out, spies out season, guys. It's absolute <laughs> balloonacy in the skies. It's U-F-O-A-F. <laughs> okay. Love it. Do you? Uh, I also love there's, uh, there's a, a prominent person on Twitter that's uh, talking about the devastating train crash in Ohio. Um, essentially... Saving money and deregulation, blah, blah, blah. A train crash in Ohio. There's a lot of poisons, killing chickens, killing wildlife. But she's like, oh, my God, look at this balloon. And she's making all her tweets about the balloon. But then the links are to the thing. It's pointing out media, not. Okay, go on, man. Our idiocy. We are absolutely fascinated by, and I don't know why we wouldn't be. uh, We shot down one balloon. Then come Friday, another balloon. Saturday, another balloon. Sunday, another balloon. I say balloon. The three other UFOs, they haven't been identified as being balloons. We don't know what they are. They just said, hey, they're cylindrical, they're the size of a car. This one's an octagon shape. Everyone's been differently shaped. We don't know what they is. Hell yeah. I'm loving it. Me too, man. And um, it tells a lot about us as people because (laughs) as you just pointed out, CJ, we seem very fascinated with the possibility that we could be shooting down. People want UFOs to mean aliens we're also, so badly. Yes, we're horny for war and mystery and fantastic things from space rather than the actual catastrophic realities happening now! <clears throat> Sorry, go on. Well, you're a better person than us for not being distracted by the skies being filled by things that we can shoot down. Oh yeah, beautiful round Which things. I'm shocked by, by a guy who loves like crossbows and uh, swords. <laughs> yeah. I would think you'd be <laughs> really into the idea of shooting things out of the sky. But uh, what do you think you guys think they are? Are you excited at all? Are you, are you hoping that there are some... Co- I mean, here's what I think is going on. They, they keep originating around Alaska, and there's a part of me that thinks, oh, this is sort of like a Unabomber guy who's building stuff in his... You know, 
basement or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, Blowing him up and letting him go, and it's just you know filled with helium or whatever. He's like, yeah, I just built this out of uh, made it out of tarp tarps that I got off the uh, lines. As a little kid, we used to tape notes to balloons and let him go to see if we'd find a friend. Yeah. Right. I now, never found a friend. I don't know. think you ever made a balloon though that was the size of a car. Yeah. I would have if I could have. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm true. saying. It could that's just true. be some fun prankster stuff. Yeah, it or could they be. could be you carrying can, EMPs. You can get those sort of weather balloons online, I believe, but they're very expensive. So, well, I do want to say that it's Monday, and I, I'm going to go and check right now. CNN, CBS News. Oh, U.S. officials are currently giving detail. They're right now are giving details oh. on the objects. Um, the details are: we're going to confirm what they are once we've confirmed what they are. Well, thanks. That oh. clears things up. That's from 19 minutes ago. Thank goodness. <laughs> Basically, they didn't give us any more information. Oh, except man. we haven't shot down anything in the last, oh, I don't know, 12 to 15 hours. Come on, Where's US. the next balloon? Come on. What uh, states we don't are going to fly the, We don't know if the other objects are balloons. We know that they were stationary. They did not just seem to be very complicated. That's what I'm being told. Part of me wants us also just to be like, it's just some guy in China who's like, ugh, the Americans love well, staying active. Your coworker, uh, the Bob Father, is obsessed with this, and I think it's he, he, it's real. It's not just a bit. What's his take on all these balloons now? Uh, my wife pointed out that uh, it depends really on what the political ilk is of your neighbors. Okay. <laughs> she has this whole theory about who gets fascinated by this, and different silos of where you get your news from are differently excited about this story. Sure. And she's pointed out, hey, the people, she's like, okay, basically what she said, I don't want to be cruel, but she's like, look, parents seem to really be into this story. Yeah. <laughs> and they parents tend to get their news from certain sources. And she said, sure. parents seem really into this. Whereas, the same that think fentanyl's going to be in your candy because uh, illegal immigrants are somehow buying houses in right, our neighborhoods. Right, right. Or a lot of us, they're just like, yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't care. I'm right. just assuming they're going to find it out. There's going to be some perfectly logical or illogical explanation, but there'll be an explanation nonetheless. It's not going to be that there's – we didn't shoot down E.T. over the weekend. Oh, thank goodness. I mean, I don't know that we didn't. We don't oh, know well, that true, yet. True, Remember, true. they said that they're going to confirm what it is as soon as they can confirm what it is. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we kind of blew it up. Anyway, so this one squarely goes into the weird category. Whether you leave crying from laughter or crying for humanity, this show is guaranteed to make you a little moist. M-O-I-S-T. Can't believe they made me say that word. The C.J. Morgan Show on 101X.